0: Burdain once said about Colombia, it's ludicrous that this place exists and everybody doesn't want to live here. And it's true. While I might be slightly slightly biased because it is my homeland, my motherland, and even though I've been in the U.S. for decades, visited many other places, Colombia still calls to me. And while co-host Zen and Kristen have featured uh, Colombia in the past with one of our colleagues, Angela, every country is different to each person. And today, I'd like to tell you a little bit about Colombia through my eyes, but with a lot of help from my friend Martha, (laughs) who just came back from a culinary tour of mostly Bogota, Colombia. Um, It's like a foodie's dream. Anyway, but before I get too far ahead of myself, I'm Tanya, and this is Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast about all things travel, be it destinations, food having an amazing time or figuring out what to pack for your next trip and as i previously mentioned i'm here with martha hi martha
1: hello thank you for having me
2: yes thanks for coming
0: yes and that was zen hi zen
2: hi how are you
0: <laughs> and kristen <laughs> hello I'm here. good morning i'm here <laughs> all right and so today I've dragged Martha in with us because she and I are friends and she's been talking about and raving about her Colombian food tour. And I was excited to learn about all what she did and ate because even though we've seen each other since she's arrived, I, we've not had a time to talk about it. So I'm super excited. Um, Let's see what else. But, but that's after the sponsor break, right, Zen?
2: Yeah, I think we had to do a sponsor break. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing.
0: So, Martha, yeah. I've known you since I think 2004, which I cannot believe. So, that's like what, 18 years? I know. Wow. Um, we were young, young, I don't know, chickens then, maybe. Not- <laughs> Martha <laughs> likes chickens. <laughs> and we met because of a friend in common um, when I worked at UCLA, Markel. And she introduced us because I was new to Long Beach. And Martha and I were both from Columbia, and then we became friends, and now, like, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that kind of stuff. So it's been a journey. We've seen each other in many facets.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And, um, you know, I had known Markel for a while from um, their executive program at UCLA, and she just, you know, just mentioned, hey, I have this friend from, from I think she's from Colombia. I'm not sure. <laughs> and in those days, it was um, it was about, I had my own business, so it was about networking. And I'm like, yes, please, let's do it. And um, it has been an amazing friendship. So yeah. um, I really, I, I, I am so grateful to Markel and that we went for coffee and we said yes to both. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun
0: so here we are so i'm going to start with why did you go to colombia on this culinary tour martha what happened how'd you get there well yeah, it's the whole
1: spiel i want to hear from <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so for me so i have my my background is, yes i was born in colombia i lived part of my um high school and college there I came to the States, went back and forth, and I had gone a few years back, but I had not been able to go for a while, one COVID, you know, and 10,000 other reasons. And I had an opportunity and I said, let's just go. And I went by myself and I said, I'm just going to stay in one city. Um, And that was Bogota. And I thought, why don't we start looking at, I I love to go to different types of restaurants and places here. We have such a privilege here in California that I thought, you know, let's do the same thing in Bogota. I hear that there are all these amazing places to go. And so the family that I stayed with, my cousin, they are foodies at heart. So they are like, okay. And we had this calendar of different places that we needed to go, but the focus was always some kind of culinary um, new place some kind of experience, and so it was perfect. I was a perfect match um not only just for Because that's what I wanted, but I had people to go with, and some of them were new to them as well. So I was finding them on Instagram. Thank God for algorithms, because (laughs) once I started checking my first one, it was like one after the other. So I would send it to them, say, "How about this one?" And some of them they tried before I went there, and some of them we were the first. You know, we did it um, as first, so that made it a, a huge. Um that made a huge difference.
0: Some of the pictures I am seeing on Instagram were like, kind of like the Michelin looking plates that had like, like smoke or, you know, just kind of different looks. It was just seemed like it was an experience, an adventure.
1: It was. There was this one place called Orate, uh, Heladeria Molecular.
0: How do, so use, how do you spell that?
3: Orate?
1: O-R-A-T-E. Okay. And so it is that crystallizing of with nitrogen of foods and flowers, and they use organic things. And, um, and I had seen that. And, um, it's just ice creams. They have gelato, they have Mm -hmm. cakes. Um, but they, you know, it's that whole experience, but it is in, in the area of La Candelaria which is a very old part of Bogota where the um the restaurants are in places where there's it used to be a home so the patio in the middle still exists so it's full of plants and little alcoves and they have little rooms and the windows um are still kind of the old-fashioned, and then they show up with all this <laughs> modern, modern things. Cool. And it was delicious. Not only was it fun, and again, it was this this family and me, but we were like children, you know, for the first time seeing some of these things. And it was really amazing and tasteful and... Um, one of the things that they did, there's there's this thing called nyapa, la ñapa. Um, it's used in different places, but it just means like a little extra. So when you go and buy food somewhere, um, maybe you'll ask for la nyapa, which is give me that little extra just to taste. Mm. And so... We, we ordered a couple of desserts and we're like, oh, wow. And here comes the flower and you break it up and here comes, you know, and you can eat it because it's organic. And then they said, okay, as your last thing, we're going to give you something. And it's about the dragon. And we're like, oh, okay. So then the lady comes with this plate and she says, each one of you has to take a bite. Um, And, um, and then, but this is how you have to do it. She gives those very specific instructions. And one of my cousins, he is in, um, he was in the air force. So talk about somebody that follows instructions. (laughs) (laughs) So if you follow the instructions, you will eat it. You will savor it. And then you will blow out through your nose like a dragon. Oh, no. <laughs> and and he was the first one. And it was perfect because he followed directions. The rest of us were, okay, I kind of follow. I think I heard I'm too nervous. <laughs> so it wasn't as perfect. But his was perfect. So we knew. So. But that was the whole intent is you that fire you're supposed- out of
0: the nose.
1: Yeah. But it's oh. just the smoke of the, the nitrogen going oh through God. it. Oh. But the tastes were there. That's, you know, but that was really um, fun. So oh. those were the things that we got to do. And 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 it's in this very old setting with this old wooden tables with, you know, the big thick walls, the whole thing. Very cool. All yeah. right.
0: Who wants the next question or whatever question we have on there? Let's freestyle it. Uh-huh. Well, you've um, been to Colombia, Kristen. Yes. Maybe you can. We have something you're dying to know. Uh.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to remember now. You put me on the spot. Um, gosh, I remember La Candelaria, too. Um. No, nothing's coming to me. But what? Sorry. What season was this that you were
1: going? What was the weather like while you were there? So I went there at the end of June, um, early July. Um, the the seasons usually are pretty much almost the same, except that Bogota is very high in the mountains, it's like so thousand feet up. Yeah. So it is. Um, it's typically cold. There's usually rain. You're next to the mountains, even higher mountains. Um, here we had a little bit of rain, but the sun was always shining. Um, so it, figure it's in the maybe high 60s um, on, um, and with a little light showers. So it's great for walking. It's great to you know have the soups and cazuelas that they that. You know Colombians, we all like our soup mm-hmm. um, because it's it's nice and cold and comfy kind of soup, or you know foods that come that come mm-hmm. to mind but yeah um the perf- the the weather was perfect
0: um and then since it is mountainous like if you go to the coast it'll be humid and hot um if you go to another part of the of the country, it might be like just kind of. Um, dry heat so it just kind of depends um like you drive and you'll be in they call it tierra caliente in tierra fría, like cold and, and hot country because you drive an hour and now it's hot you drive another hour and now it's cold. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah
0: and um uh kristen works for international or international um group and she travels a lot so that's why she's she's been to colombia i always see you with yeah. like not always. I see you with bags that say tote bags,
3: Columbia. Or I've seen you with little knickknacks every so often when, I, when yeah. I. Yeah. I love my Columbia tote. That's like what I bring my work stuff in all the yeah, time. It's funny. I see that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was there in November. So I was like basically the opposite season. But I do remember it being similar, like kind of overcast and cool the whole time. And then you mm-hmm. get like afternoon rains. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like it's, yeah. It's the same pretty much <laughs> all
2: year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm kind of curious about the food t- you know like the idea of the yeah. food is like what kind of food i'm mean, like is there you know like how did you decide or what did you did you know kind of what you plan to eat or how does that work with a, you know with what you set up
1: well, um for me it was something that would be interesting, somebody something that looked authentic, something that um was, you know, a little unique. So Bogota is known for certain kinds of foods, let's say the the typical Culture will introduce soups and things like that. But what I wanted to do is say, okay, what else is there? And one of the places that, um, um, my, my cousin knew was this place where they have, um, cazuela de mariscos. Mm-hmm. So it is a soup, but it's usually, um, of fish and, um, usually in the coast were the Caribbean coast. So that, like Tanya was saying, and this one came, it's, you know, a place where people go for lunch, you know, from executives to very um, low key plastic um, um, uh, tablecloths on the table. Um Just full of people, you know, rushing through lunch, but still had the time to have something like this. And that one, for example, they'll put um, brandy on top. Mm -hmm of the the boiling hot soup. Mm -hmm. So it's perfect in this kind of weather. How people enjoy it on the Caribbean side where it's hot and humid, I don't know, but they love it. So we just went through a whole list of different types of places that wouldn't, you know, you have to have arepa, you have to have a cazuela, you have to have pandeyuca, you know, the pastries, the things like that. So that's how we went about it.
2: So if you were to say let's say I'm I'm setting up a, I want to go to Colombia to, to experience the food what name the three things that I cannot miss and tell me about them
1: You cannot miss a tamal okay. Tamales for us they taste very different than the Mexican tamale mm-hmm. they're more like Central American but you have to have because it it's cooked in the in the um, banana leaves, so mm-hmm. there's a special flavor to it, um, and oh. it has three meats.
2: What are the three? What, do you know what kind of meats they are?
1: Yes, you usually have chicken, pork, and beef.
2: And it's a savory
1: item, right? very savory, and it's usually big enough for you to share.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> is,
1: is usually the way that it works, no. um, and sure. it's um, and you have potatoes and carrots and the, the the masa which it comes in it depends on the region mm-hmm. some of them are made out of rice some of them are made out of just regular flour so it all depends but the the that special taste that comes from the banana leaves is just mm-hmm. unique, and it just makes the huge difference. That's definitely one on my list always. When I was Seriously. younger,
0: I remember we would gather for, like, maybe the holidays, December, and we would do, like, a assembly line oh. um, with other friends to create, you know, and then put them in a in a big pot so we could have, like, lots and lots of them. So Because they're really big.
1: So. Yeah. 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 And they go by different names, you know, but like in Venezuela, they call them ajacas. But it's kind of the same thing. Everything's put together. Here's the whole meal. It's packaged up and you're ready to go. You have everything and it's huge. And that uh, would be
2: a, like a main course, not like yeah, a side. Yeah.
3: Is yeah.
2: there a certain way that you would eat it? Like, is there any condiments you would put on it or like no. anything or just plain? No, just plain. Just
1: plain. You just open it up. You cut off the um, the the string that it comes um, sewn wrapped, in, yeah. wrapped in, and just open it up, and you see the 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 heat coming out, and the smells and the aromas, and you're just ready to dig in. And then when you dig in, then you get a little bit of all these little flavors of the meats, of the veggies, of the starches. Um, And it's all um, just um, like one big warm hug. (laughs) What's the
0: second thing Zen needs to eat when he gets there?
1: So
2: that's number one. Uh It's number two and three.
1: Um, I think if you're in Bogota, you have to have a hyako. So a hyako is a soup made of different potatoes. It has chicken in it. It has um, guasca, which is a green, leafy um, herb that is, is only known flavor? in Colombia. Yeah, you—I've never even seen it translated to anything in English.
0: You can buy and it on it, Amazon, but it's really hard to get.
1: But but there is no translation to it, is what? Yeah, right. Um, it has and then that comes as a soup um so the the side dishes that go with it are rice avocado capers and with, oh. and and um crema cream um not sour cream but just like a heavy cream to go with it but capers are also part of it um which is gives it this tangy taste when you're mixing it up with the soup um, and just just delicious.
2: Sounds lovely.
0: The yeah. bowl, what, I'm not sure what it's even is called. It's like a clay um black bowl that remember we were talking about something like that in Chile? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That when you mentioned that, that one time, so that's and it's put in like a basket and then in the basket you have the the black clay bowl and then you put the soup. So okay. it's like a whole presentation of it.
3: Mm. Okay. I'm a huge soup person. So You're not me... a soup person? No, I'm a huge soup oh, person. You're huge. Okay. I eat I, soups if it's 100 degrees in August. Like I love I soup, So Everyone thinks I'm weird. Yeah. Love hearing this. <laughs> hearing Next
0: time you're there, you've never had a hyako? No, not that I can recall. Oh, maybe Don't I hadn't, didn't realize that's what it was. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what you need to do next time you go and you send us a
3: picture. For sure. It's on All my right. list. So what's I the had, third one, Martha?
1: Yeah, I got to have a Hiaco at, again at La Candelaria at Casa Mamaluz. And there, instead of being in the clay pot, it came in like a little pot made out of like a regular pot that you would have in an old fashioned kitchen in Colombia. Oh my Um, God. And we kept on just, I kept on eating and we kept on saying in Spanish, no, which is, I can't see the bottom because it's (laughs) so much, you know? And it was like, just keep on eating. And we came hungry and we were like, you know, souping it up. And it was like, Nope. So definitely you need to have a jaco. A, a and then I think um, in different areas, you'll find it a little different. But there's ca- something called um, fritanga. Oh. Oh. Um, and there's, a, there's a, a place called el tambor that kind of elevates it a little bit. But fritanga is what you have of fried food, of... Um, Je- the the blood sausage, the chorizos, the foods like that, those innards that other, um, you know, that the 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 poor people have gotten used to, and then you know in the oils, it either goes on the um, on barbecue or you fry it, but it comes with the little baby potatoes with patacon, which is the tostones, the, and it comes and you usually eat it with your hands. Um, and then the sauce that comes with that, you have a little bit of what we call our pique or aji, which is like a chimichurri, but a little less oily and a little bit more acidic. And then again, just feast yourself on on meats if if you're a carnivore.
0: (laughs) It's really funny because there are no vegetables, they don't exist. So it's like pork and beef and blood sausage, little baby potatoes, papa criolla, right? Yes. Yeah, and then yuca, and it just goes on and on, and everything is fried. Everything. So it's a hard Mm. attack waiting to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. So once again, share, share, share. and yeah. All of these things, you know, a lot of it family style. So you sit, you sit outside, you sit on, you know, fresh air, a little cool, and then just feast yourself.
3: And I have to be this person who brings up Encanto. And oh. if you guys have seen it or remember how the mom heals people through her at Yeah. So, I mean, that is a specific Colombian food, correct?
1: Yes. However, we have if a- you ever go, and there are many varieties, but if you ever have a Venezuelan and a Colombian have the discussion, it's oh. like, uh-huh. oh, no. Yeah. No one who, will win. It's really good. Um, yeah, <laughs> who came up with the arepa first? Okay. Well, it's
2: like Pisco with Chileans and and Peru, Peru, and yeah, there's a little bit of that. Exactly. It always yeah. makes sure. it fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But um, my cu- my kids would come back from um, either school, and the first thing that they would say is, "Can I have an arepa?" Because it's for breakfast, it could be for lunch, or it's uh, dinner, but just like Encanto, there's nothing better than a freshly made <laughs> arepa by your yeah. grandma, your mom.
0: Yeah. I want to share that Martha and I went to go see this, um, I'm going to call him Latin pop Colombian. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she's the one you went to see
1: it with. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. No, Tanya was, was raving too. about it. Oh, she was wonderful. Yeah. So oh, Sebastián, ya yeah, that-
0: and mm-hmm. before we went, I went to their to the house, and his, her mom, had, you know we we ate arepas before we left to the concert. Beautiful way to get in the mood. <laughs> it was really clean.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, you, it's like it's, it's you can have it any time. It's great. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is yeah. So I told a lot of people about us yeah. going to <laughs> at the concert. Oh, it so was good.
1: beautiful. He was beautiful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have to say that um, was something fun because it's culinary. It is after it was at the YouTube theater, and afterwards we came out, and there were all the hot dog stands, and they oh, were oh yeah, amazing. It was so good, huh, Martha?
1: <laughs> oh my god! I think it tastes better when it's there when it, you're outside when you yeah. are. Yeah, anyway, you know, so um,
0: we were it, all you know, it, happy and stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Your endorphins are already kicking, and so might as well just fill them up with some nice hot dogs with lots of uh, everything. Um, yeah, uh, bacon, bacon and <laughs> onion, a little fat, yeah. a yeah. little yeah. carb. Yeah. Um,
0: and um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna ask. There's um something we were we kind of wrote down is Colombian rum or aguardiente, Martha. What's your
3: choice? Aguardiente oh okay oh what is that
1: do i even know
0: (laughs) oh if you have to try it if you go it's i'm gonna let martha describe
1: it's um have you ever had um i think it's ouzo the greek drink oh yes yes it is of like anise okay Um, people that have, that try aguardiente for the first time they usually compare it to that it is a shot mm-hmm. just like a tequila that you would drink um, okay. you have the lime that goes you know you put things out there just to but it's you do it in shots it is a little sweeter if it's cold it's a little better and once it goes down you feel it and then it's like a little smoother um so yeah that's aguardiente okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and, it, and it gets to your head really fast So don't <laughs> mix it up with beer Don't mix it up with anything else Just keep it simple Noted.
0: <laughs> And um, it's also called Guaro Which is like another kind of like um Street name we would say mm-hmm. You know it's very local People say it all the time Um, And uh, I remember being in Columbia Little And you would have these Oh lord Tutuma, what do you say that? a little uh-huh. oh jesus i can't think of the word in like in, a coconut yeah like a little bowl let's say and you would hang it on your neck and then people would go and serve you the aguardiente so you don't lose your cup your little shot glass and you could use it i remember that as little being little so like all the adults were drunk it was funny
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely yeah,
0: i know it's funny i'm gonna That's find funny. the word that i'm looking for anyway all right so you your aguardiente that's fine. Let's see. What else <laughs> do we have here? Well, I know that um, Zen wanted to talk about Tejo, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I always ask about Tejo because um, if if our listeners don't know what Tejo is, Tejo is a – the closest thing we have in the United States is kind of like maybe like horseshoes. And what they have is something probably about a three-by-three wooden platform and it's filled with the clay and they have essentially they set up a target in the center of it and what you're trying to do is you're trying to throw in chile they were almost like metal hockey pucks um from the other end and throw it in between the the markers they have Um, and the markers are probably about a foot apart and however the markers um in the markers are supposed to be explosives um <laughs> I, unfortunately i didn't get a chance to use it, one with explosives but it's a thing that unfortunately sp- <laughs> yeah Oh, jeez come on i mean i'm a guy right we like
1: explosives yeah. Explode- we got
2: dangerous <laughs> items that we're throwing and typically this is a sport played well like drinking.
1: It to gunpowder gun yeah, yeah gun that's, that's what we do <laughs>
2: yeah so have you had a chance to did you experience Uh, No. Do do Colombians actually play Tejo a lot or...
1: No, I think it's starting to show up a little bit more like fun things for, you know, like a, a destination place that people are like, oh, you know what we should, but not like you're going to do it every day. It was more on the, you know, rural areas, oh, but okay. I know that now in the city there, and because of the gunpowder, you kind of have to be a little careful too. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Just a
0: little.
1: Maybe there various... is
2: outdoors. Is it? indoors yeah. or outdoors? No, it's outdoors.
1: It. It's okay. usually outdoors, but like in Bogota because it rains so much, then they'll do something that is kind of indoors, like a, a some kind of roof um, protection or something like that. And I know that my cousin went to one because it was a big event. It's almost um I want to say it was um um, you know, either a big birthday or something, but it was a, a, a big event as opposed to, hey, you know, what you doing? Let's just go play some Dejo down the street. And that was kind of one of the only places there within Bogota. But um, it sounds like horseshoes. It's fun. Yeah. You know
2: it's but, like the American version of horseshoes. It's like everyone's heard of closest? horseshoes in the United States. But right. I mean, like name the number of people, you know, who've actually played horseshoes.
3: I've played Horseshoes, how dare you? Oh, okay, well, I've played Horseshoes, too, but I would... I'm just kidding. It's I, I, talked about way more... It's like more in theory than in action, for how dare sure. dare you, for sure. I so, get it. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: okay. Disappointed. I just want to let you know I'm oh, really disappointed. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, will, I, I will make sure that next time I go, that is the first thing on my list. I'm, okay. I'm actually going to to it next time I, I go. I wonder what the algorithm is if I put an Instagram staple.
0: <laughs> and then you'll start to get it. Well, Gun I mean, fire, it sounds like
1: know. a perfect
2: reason to drink Aguardiente. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so. that's
1: what you go to. You have both Aguardiente Guaro and Tejo. Okay.
2: Because that
1: mix is really good. <laughs> Guaro and Tejo, that sounds like a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think you have an idea. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um,
0: I have a question. I kind of know the answer, but salsa or vallenato and why?
1: <gasps> oh, that's so hard. <laughs> that's yes. not fair. Oh, okay, so they're equal. Okay. And so why? Salsa, why are they salsa, equal? Salsa. salsa because you can move within seconds. You're moving. Um, ballenato it's more emotional and you just want to have a, a a good partner you know to be able to dance with and salsa mm-hmm. you can do it by yourself you can just you know have mm. the room next to you and be dancing with it so
0: i think i, I like dance salsa but i love singing ballenato not that but, i can sing, Yeah. But- yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see. if mm. There's another. Anyone else? I have tons of questions. Anyone else want to throw? Oh, any? keep going. Okay, so for the holidays, for um, December holidays, what do you? What is something typical that we Colombians like to eat, even here in the states?
1: Bunuelos, natilla, empanadas. What is a bunuelo? Because okay. it's different from so, Colombia, yeah. and Mexico. So bunuelo is a round dough, fried. Um, but it's savory. It's not sweet like a donut. Um, I know in other parts of the world, there's usually some kind of dough fried item. This is one, and it has a lot of cheese in it, um, in, in the masa, how it's made. Um, my it's mom makes them, and there's very dense, but it's also, um, it, it It is of great pride if you know how to make a good buñuelo that stays round
0: and, and that
1: is nice and golden tone. And so sorry. that is my mom's, um, you know, pride every December is that mm-hmm. look at the buñuelos that I made and they're all perfectly round. And when they're not, which it doesn't make a difference if there's a little tail or anything. <laughs> um like oh no and i'm like they taste the same i'll just eat it <laughs> so when you what did
0: you say natilla
1: natilla which is like a pudding but a thick pudding um that is of obviously milk and sugar and um, um cinnamon but cinnamon sticks um, and Um, Some people put a little bit of coconut in it, and it is very old-fashioned type of dessert. I love it. Um, Mm -hmm. You can't buy it. Somebody has to make it. And there are, if you go to certain stores, they'll say the box of Natija, which will give you the instructions. But it's a tough one because it's all in the wrist because you're mixing this pudding Mm -hmm. in a warm pot. And so you have to um, have somebody holding on to the pot so that you can stir it. So it comes with, you know, a little bit of um, strength in the arms of, you know, most Colombian women. <laughs>
0: like so, and and the person who's stirring it, it can have aguardiente to make it even better.
1: And you right? put a little bit of aguardiente. At the end, as it's being finally cooked, so that it cooks through it, oh, makes it perfect.
0: And I've had for holidays, I've had soup for Christmas, and because sancocho, which is another kind of a soup. Um, but I don't know what else do you eat for Christmas and New Year's? Lechón asado,
1: lechón asado, is- um, and that is you know um, the pork. That's a go to or tamales as well. Um, the and pork is
0: kind of like it's roasted or like barbecued, but the whole entire thing,
1: yes, like the wow. whole pig, yeah. And um, and then the fight is for the crispy pieces of skin.
0: <laughs> when Martha's um oldest <laughs> son graduated from high school, um, we my husband made lechon asado. We had to go for, look for a pig in El here in California. <laughs> And wow. It was really fun. It was insane.
1: It was It was an amazing event. And <laughs> we had to go find the big barbecue somebody to lend us because they didn't it didn't fit in anything. And um my son had all of these kids from high school American as can be just going after it and we would put it in big platters so they would just grab it with their hand. Oh, but nice. best barbecue ever. It
0: was hilarious calling all over the place trying to find a whole pig, you know. I'm sure, oh yeah. <laughs> so funny, but we got it. We did
1: it. And special charcoal because we wanted to have it very savory and have. Oh, so yeah. we went all through the whole thing. Mariano was the hero it was fun so and he wore a funny hat to protect himself <laughs> from the heat um so <laughs>
0: so we're gonna have to do now now that they know that we do this at your house well we used to have a bigger place we can charge people now <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> we did a whole
0: thing oh i'm gonna i'm gonna throw more martha had one time a margarita machine at her house because <laughs> we would have so many gatherings remember that
3: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. And I said we
0: should just own it, like all of us pitch in and just own it. What's the problem? We never know. I know.
1: Did. I know.
0: Uh, anyway, we I think we deviated from Columbia. Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. Oh
0: my- is anything you're dying to tell us that we didn't cover?
1: Um, I think is that you have this great variation from folk. Low key places that still have delicious food, to really some ornate but still being honor um, honoring Colombia. There's this restaurant called El Chato. We also went there, and it is it's all 100% um, ingredients from Colombia. But then seeing them in this new way, and I think that that's what I got from this trip is just the the entire spectrum of foods that we all know that we grew up with to Mm -hmm. new ones and still coming from the same place of love of sharing of you know being in community and you can still feel it and it was um And I still felt that, and it felt safe going into these places. Granted, Chapinero Alto is an area of Bogota that has just amazing restaurants, but some of these were in the outskirts, some of them, and very creative. That was the other thing, is that people are very creative in taking something that we've known our lives to something that, you know, can have a little twist on it, but still tastes amazing.
3: And I have to imagine there are like regional differences between some of the national cuisines,
1: no? Very much. And, um, you know, just like we have, um, because of the topography, it is very different. So you go to the Caribbean Caribbean and you have the fried fish, you have Mm -hmm. the um, platanos in a whole different manner where it is the staple of... Each um, plate um, where you have other places like Medellin, where you have the um, frijoles or beans and you have cazuelas there, but it's all beans and rice and pork is still part of it but a very different type of flavor. So yeah. And then you go further South to Bustle and you start seeing some of the influences from um, like Ecuador and Peru where they have the Cuy, Um Oh yeah. Which, yeah. Which um, not a lot of people are too, but um, it, that too is a, on it's having. not a hamster, but it's
0: what is Kinda. it kind of like yeah. a hamster? Yeah. It's not. It's, yeah. <laughs>
1: Or some people call it a rat, um, but <laughs> okay. But um, but but the differences are huge, and um, and and that's I think what was nice also seeing in Bogota is that you could have a little bit also by only going to one place um, and still being able to to see some of that variety. But obviously, going to the the, the local areas would um, give you that whole experience.
0: Mm -hmm. I want to mention two things. One of, um, it's the pan de bono, Mm -hmm. which is another kind of, is that baked? Now I don't know. Yes. Yes. Right. And (laughs) it's it's cheese bread. And it's very similar to the ones that you eat when you go to the Brazilian restaurants. Mm -hmm. A little browned little yeah. kind of bread. Cheese task. balls.
2: They call them cheese, yeah, the cheese ball. Okay. Cheese ball bread. Yeah, whatever. It, it is
0: very similar and they're absolutely amazing. That's one of my favorites. And then bandeja paisa, Martha. Yes. That's very representative of, of Colombia, which is another heart attack waiting to happen. <laughs> but, you know, it's, um. let me see the, it would have like rice, beans, but the beans are like these fat, Big, big fat beans. Um, called
1: frijol de car- cargamento. Yep, yeah, I knew there was a, I didn't. And we, we, we bring it from Colombia every time we go, just so you guys know.
0: So you, you go to Martha's house a little bit after she's arrived so you could be invited and eat it. <laughs>
2: okay, you know what, this brings me to, you're talking about bringing something back. So like one of the things I always like to ask when um, people are familiar with a place is if I were to go to Colombia, what are two or three things that would be really nice souvenirs or something that I can give to my family that represents, um, would be a good souvenir of, um, and talk about mm-hmm. Colombia in particular?
1: And souvenir about food, with food it can or be, any- it can anything? It could be food
2: or anything. And it, this is a question for both of you, Tanya and Martha. You mm-hmm. guys fight it out.
3: <laughs> I say one
0: because I remember this is, This always would happen. I would ask them to bring me Arequipe, which is like a dulce de leche from Colombia. Okay. Um, they're all kind of the same family. but And then I'm going to say Oblea, which is sort uh-huh. of like the only thing I can compare it to is the Eucharist when you go to a Catholic church.
3: <laughs> okay. So
0: you put that kind of bread. It's very thin. And then the Arequipe, it's called Oblea, right? Uh-huh. And so you end up buying it and bringing it as a gift to someone. And then, for example, me, I get super excited. And the person who brings it to me decides we need to eat it right there. And then I have to share it with everybody there. And I just want to eat it by myself.
2: (laughs) You bring it,
0: bring two. One for when you're there in the gathering, and then one all just, you know, to eat slowly on your own. And that's my thing. But it's okay Anyway.
1: what about you martha <laughs> um definitely always bring oleas different types of candies but one of the things that um also is um coffee and there's really special um areas that have they're producing very unique types of coffee they're not as acidic and you just have it the old-fashioned way so one of the things that i brought was um, un colador, which is how to make, um, to, you know, do like your regular drip kind of coffee, but it's made out of cloth and it maintains a little bit of that over time, just like your cast iron um, pan. This one is of coffee. And so there are unique um, coffee um, areas that are producing um, just delicious, and of course, a little bit of aguardiente. The guado has to be part of, of, <laughs> of on the list. But um, there's Alcohol. also a lot yeah. of, um, you know, jewelry and things like that that is, um, you know, made of artisans in in the area. So that's always good to go too.
0: All right, and then I think this is something that um we've talked about, Martha. The the um, vodka de lulo yes yeah. <laughs> still yet have to drink so they have yeah. when I was there last time they had these you know vodka but with flavors of the local fruits which are don't exist here and it was just phenomenal and so I remember telling Martha about it and then I don't know how she got it but it is like while now and we still have to we still haven't drank it but that was one of the things I enjoyed these unusual flavors of you know the 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 regional fruits and and Spices, I guess, who that are put into the the mix, so like a uh, fusion. So that's what we need to do, Martha.
1: That's right. the The cocktails are also very interesting. That they're starting to show up with local, like Tanya said, local fruits, um, local drinks, um, and um, some of them have the um, hormigas culonas. Oh, that <laughs> was another.
0: Mentioned, oh, Zen.
1: <laughs> Yeah, those are the 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 ants that are fried. That's very unique. I've never had that. I have. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> On that and, note, wait, wait, wait! You can't leave it at
1: that. Uh, I was going <laughs> to the hanger. Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> they're very good. They're very tasty. Okay. okay. <laughs> and. You know, at that El Chato, that restaurant, what they did was they mix it up with salt, and that's the rim of a um, margarita that they that they sell. Ooh, and that is, that is so good. So that's why I said it's all these very creative ways of starting to use things that just makes it, uh, it just gives me pride to see the innovation. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's a better way to end, then. (laughs) With pride. (laughs) Well, um, that's our podcast for today. Thanks for joining us. It was really good to have Martha here. Um, It was awesome, informative. Uh, It was just fun to kind of exchange things that normally we don't necessarily talk about. Um, But, you know, it was fun to reminisce together with Colombian Flavors. And if anyone there wants to go go
3: go <laughs> absolutely! <laughs>
0: and hope you come back here again and Martha thank you very much for joining us
1: thank you for asking I really appreciate it it
0: was a lot of fun and um and if you enjoyed our show we'd love to give you g- give us five stars I think Zen says that better if you enjoyed our show
2: do <laughs> you want me to do that five well stars. here if you enjoyed our show we'd love to give you five stars on your favorite podcast aggregator
0: there. We go. There you go. <laughs> want more want travel, travel stuff? stuff? Go oh,
2: what? <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting for lines.
0: Yeah. I know we are. Um, what else? So, who wanted to take it from there, Zen?
2: Okay, find us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, or where you can find more of our randomness and travel tips <laughs> and awesome photos of our adventures around the world. And last of all, we'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, the University of California Irvine. Division of continuing education, which offers only the best continuing professional education. If you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And thanks again for tuning in. Bye,
0: everybody. Bye. Bye. Adios. Adios.